Coming live from Toronto, Canada is our guest this evening. Welcome to this edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like, and comment on whichever platform you are watching or listening to this show on. And today we have Nikki Below, President and CEO of E-Circle Academy. Welcome to the show, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Same year, Nikki. Same year. So you run a year-long mastermind and educational program. That's what E-Circle uh, Academy does. And working with coaches, consultants, corporate trainers, clinic owners, realtors, mortgage brokers, and other service-based entrepreneurs, positioning them as authorities in their niche so that they are continuously, you know, hugged by clients. They never lose out on any client and they have a line of client at their door all the time. So for Indian audience, though it's a global show, but focusing on the Indian audience, Nikki, uh, the topic today, as it says, is how to create an unlimited flow of clients. Uh, we would like to talk about that mainly and to understand on the tips and strategies that you can share on that. So can you tell us why a client is always in a position that he has so many options, but the provider doesn't have? Well, look, a client is like a beautiful woman, right? Everybody wants to be with a beautiful woman, but the beautiful woman has the choice as to who you're going to be with, who she's going to be with, and who she's not going to be with. So that's really right. basically what it's like. You know, if you're uh, if you're a, a, a single man and you're uh, uh, wanting to be with a beautiful woman and she's, uh, you know, a young woman, beautiful, fantastic, uh, pleasant and kind, she has all the choices. Clients are very much like that. They have all the choices. The providers are like uh, a man pursuing that beautiful woman. So the, the thing that uh, you as a provider need to, to understand is you need to understand the client. You need to cater to your client. Just like if you want to date a beautiful woman, you need to understand her. You need to cater to her and what, what really she's looking for and what the client is looking for. If you really understand what problems they're facing and what problems they want to solve, that's the way you get clients. Business is all about solving acute problems for people. Business is not about, hey, look at my fantastic program. It does X. It does Y. It cooks breakfast for you. Nobody cares about that. They care about themselves. They care about their own problems. And that's what you need to do. You need to cater to solving a problem for somebody. Right, right. So, Nikki, you see, uh, uh, it's like there are too many suitors for a particular, you know, beautiful lady out there. And they are, they're, they're, those are the clients. And there are so many people who are there, vendors, who are ready to provide their services. Now, what are the different ways? I'll come to the six little known secrets that you always you know share with some specific people so if you can share about that but if you can tell us what are the different ways that people can you know uh make sure that the clients you know keep coming to them and there is a continuous flow of clients well the first thing as i said is stop talking about yourself you're not very interesting if you talk about yourself Oh, I provide web services. I provide, I can create an app for you. Okay, that's nice. So can a million other people. What makes you different? 
Well, what makes you different is if you don't talk about yourself and you talk about your clients, it's not I provide web services. It's as an example, I help doctors who own medical hospitals to keep their best people. Now, that's interesting because if you're a doctor, you own a medical hospital in India, as an example, I have a friend who owns a hospital in India. The thing that you can do to that doctor that would be helpful and interesting to him is say, hey, listen, your top people, they're leaving. They're leaving for this reason, this reason, this reason. Well, I can show you how to keep them so you don't have to keep looking for top people. Now, I'll tell you that's interesting. I'm interested in hearing about that versus, hey, I'll make you a nice, beautiful web application. Yeah, nobody cares. I get a million emails from people on LinkedIn and all kinds of platforms saying, I can do this for you. I can provide this service for you. I don't need a service. I need, I need someone to understand me and the problems that I have. So you in business are in business to solve problems for people. If you understand that and you approach it from the point of view of speaking about your client and not about yourself, in any conversation, 99% of the conversation should be about your client, what problem they're facing, and how good it'll be to solve that problem. Only 1% should be about you and how you solve the problem. Right. Right. So, Nikki, tell me, uh, nowadays there is this concept called personal branding and brand authority. And the major concept that people follow is that you have to build your brand by talking about yourself. Now, how do you wrong, do that? Wrong, without? Wrong, yes. So wrong, how do wrong, you do wrong. that? How do wrong. you do that? That's not what personal <laughs> branding is, my friend. That's a mis that's a misconception. Personal yes, so branding is about solving problems. Nobody goes, listen, let me give you the name of a famous person, okay? You tell me what you know that person for. Elon Musk. What do you okay. know about, what, you, what is Elon Musk he is about? Going, yeah, we know, we, at least I know for him as the person who's going to take us to Mars and the person who founded PayPal and then doing Tesla and so many other things. For the innovative okay, why do people buy Teslas? Why does Tesla sell out of every car it makes? Why? Innovation. Innovation, obviously. Something futuristic. Yeah, and... yeah, but there's more to it than that. The people yes, who you... buy a Tesla buy a Tesla because Elon Musk said, I want to end the use of fossil fuels. I want to create cars that will not harm the environment. Now, you could agree or disagree with him, okay? But that's a powerful and compelling message. I want to end the okay. use of fossil fuels. So the people who buy Tesla, they, when you buy a Tesla, what does it say about you? Well, yes, you, you have money and you are able to afford a nice car. It also says about you that you care about the environment. It says that you want right. to do something to leave the planet a better place for the next generation. Now, I happen to think that that's a false promise because... Uh, electric electricity and creating electricity using electricity harms the environment at, at, as much if not more than fossil fuels and there's ways to mitigate both that's my own personal belief but it's a very powerful message that elon musk created that's who he's known for that's why people want elon musk steve jobs who is steve jobs you remember steve jobs right yeah why apple, of, uh, apple, apple of a lot of people's eye yeah apple a lot of people's eye why do people do business with his company 11 years after he's died? Tell me. Well, it, it, Apple is Apple. To own Apple is, is perhaps they feel 
good about it. Obviously, the product is people are habituated to that particular uh, product, sure. whether it is, you know, that's what I understand. If you own an Apple, I own a lot of Apple. My computer is an Apple. My phone is an Apple. I've had iPads, you name it, right? I buy a lot from Apple. Why? It cost me more than when I bought my Dell computers from Dell. Cost me like six, seven, eight times what I paid for that. I bought Apple because to me, owning an Apple says to me about myself, wow, I'm with a company that is all about doing cool things to help cool people do do better in their business. They have a famous ad called Think Different. That ad says nothing about Apple's products. Not one word. It says, here's to the crazy ones, the visionaries, the misfits, the round pegs in the square holes. They're not fond of rules, and they can't stand the status quo. The entire ad is about all these amazing people that have changed the world. Apple wants to help people that have the vision to change the world. So you, when you buy an Apple product, you the self-image that you're going for is, man, I'm a world cheer. This is for me. People like me own this product. Now, three quarters of the world now owns an Apple. So, you know, it's a little different than it was back in the day. But I'll tell you something. The, the image of Steve Jobs, why people cried when this entrepreneur died. Do you know anybody else who cried uh, when he died as an entrepreneur? People cried for? I don't. Nobody. Steve Jobs had a million people walk, walk by his grave. Uh, the day at uh, the day of his funeral, that's it. A million people. His family was like, "Wow, a million people want to pay homage to this man because this man, yeah, he was an innovator. Yeah, he made cool things, but this man cared about the customer. He didn't care about the bits and the bytes. If you go online, you'll see Steve Jobs talk about it. Nobody buys Apple because of our bits and bytes. They buy Apple because Apple is." a company that cares about you as a customer. Your personal brand cannot be about you, but it becomes about you when you care about solving a problem for a customer. So you, my friend, you create a masterclasses to help people get more customers. People know you as the customer getter. This is this man cares about that becomes your brand. Not look at my credentials, look at my podcast. Who cares? I've interviewed some of the top people in the world. Who cares? It's interesting, sure. For me, it was great. I got to learn a lot from them. But you know what? Not- People that come to me, they say, Nikki Ballou, he's a man who cares. He's a man who really wants to bring the latest thinking to us. He's a man who believes in our greatness. So I go to people, I go, you're great, you're amazing. And here, here's a few people that can show you how great you are. Here's a few people you can learn from to bring out your greatness. That's a personal brand. A personal brand is about being known for something. Known for how you help, not known for look at me, look at how cool I am, because then you're just a famous celebrity. You're like a Bollywood or a Hollywood actor. You know what? And those are interesting. Yeah, sure. But they're not going to change the world or help anybody. Yes. Nikki, Nikki Blue, uh, Blue believes that business is not a numbers game and it's a people's game. But but a lot of people uh, do not know about this, perhaps do not believe in this. Or perhaps somebody has yet to tell them because a lot of people are still telling them that you got to get onto the social media and just talk about yourself. And every day on different platforms, I'll not name them. It may be not right, but on different platforms, especially nowadays, you see even on uh, personal 
professional platforms, people day in and day out are talking about themselves, what they have done, what they have achieved. Now, from a common man's perspective or a, or a, from a common vendor's perspective or professional's perspective, uh, they are not those big people or great people that we just talked about. Now, how do they build up their personal brand? And you, one of the things that you believe in is that you can build up your personal brand through thought leadership, and that can lead to a lot of clients for you. Now, how? what does that mean? And what are the different ways without talking about themselves? How can they build up a brand for themselves so that they continue to have a line of clients all the time? Look, when I go work with some clients, the first thing that I say to them is, what is it about your life experience that has given you some, some skill, right? So um, I have them go through an exercise where we go from the beginning of their life to today. And we look at all the major happenings, good, bad, you name it. So perhaps, you know, when they were five years old, uh, their house caught on fire, right? And they, they suffered burns. Perhaps when they were 22, they got married. By the time they were 32, they were divorced. You know, perhaps they saved somebody's life from drowning when they were a teenager as a lifeguard. All of these things are experiences that taught them certain things, right? Same for me, same for you. Out of that, we can pick out what this has taught them and how they've applied that knowledge in their life to be of service to other people. So this individual, this mythical individual that I just spoke about, you know, there's someone who's been through some adversity. Let's say they become a relationship consultant, a relationship counselor to, to very rich businessmen and women. And what they'll go and they'll say to them, listen, you know what? Here's what I can help you do. Your marriage is in trouble. If your marriage breaks up, you're going to get divorced. If you get divorced, there's going to be emotional pain for you, emotional pain for your spouse, emotional pain for your kids. That's going to be terrible. Emotional pain for your respective families. It's all, it's not good. Divorce is terrible, horrible thing. But here's the other cost of divorce. If you get divorced, you're worth, let's say, 100 million US dollars as a businessman, as a businesswoman. Half of your money is going to go to the spouse and to the lawyers, minimum. So you're going to lose half your money. So their message is, I'm going to save you from the pain of divorce and the pain of losing half your fortune, right? And that becomes their message. Now, they become known as the, as the person who is like the Divorce whisperer prevents divorce, stops divorces, right? So this person isn't saying, look at how great I am. Look at how wonderful I am. This person is saying, I'm committed to helping you prevent the pain and cost of divorce. What a beautiful message, right? And people will go, okay, well, tell me a bit more about you. And they'll say, well, look, you know, I, I've gone through a divorce. You know, I've been doing this for 10 years and I've helped uh, 50 people divorce. We've saved over a billion dollars in family assets. We've helped uh, over, you know, a thousand people that would be negatively affected by the divorce. We helped prevent that. Like, that's beautiful, right? That's becomes their brand rather than, hey, I do relationship counseling for you. Come right now. Let's do some relationship counseling. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Stop talking about yourself. Talk about them. Talk about their problems. If you do that, you're in good shape. You become a thought leader. You become known. A thought leader is 
you know, different from an expert. An expert is someone who knows something, but experts are a dime a dozen. That's why it's not very interesting. But a thought leader is known for what they know. They're known for knowing something, right? So the thought leader, you become a thought leader. You start to become a thought leader by publishing uh, content on what you know, by helping clients with what you know. That's how you become a thought leader. And the focus is all on the client. It's not on you. The more you focus on the client and being helpful and putting your information out there to be helpful to people, the more you'll be seen as that good person, that thought leader. The more you're selfish and all about yourself, forget about it. Okay. Okay, Nikki. So can you share your, you know, uh, uh, your six little known secrets that you talk about? Can you share it for the audience? Well, the first one is it's not about you. So that should be no okay. surprise. It's about your client. Make it all about your client. Stop stop okay. making it about you, right? That's the first one. The second okay. one is stop trying to be all things to all people. For example, okay. if you're a, 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 a coach and someone comes to you and has a problem with their business, you can go, oh, I can fix your business. Then the next person comes to you and they have a problem in their relationship. Oh, I can help you with your relationship. Then the next one goes, uh, I, I'm overweight. I need to lose some weight. Oh, I can help you lose some weight. Well, there's no credibility in trying to be everything. So maybe you can. Maybe you're that one of those rare, multi-talented people who can help people with everything. But then you don't right. build a brand. Because if you try to be all things to all people, you're nothing to nobody. So pick one area of expertise Focus on that. Does that mean you have to stay with that all your life? No. You can change that, right? And if you own okay. multiple brands and businesses, that's possible. But that's for someone a little more senior that has, you know, that is not about their own personal brand. So they can have a brand around like owning a steel company. They can have a brand around owning a food manufacturer. But then people know those, those brands. So that's different. I want to just draw a distinction between that. But as an individual, you want to have one set of things that you do. That's very important, right? The third thing is don't undercharge. So many people undercharge, man. They don't okay, okay. value their service. People want to get uh, a solution to a problem. If you have a solution to a problem, you can charge pretty much what, what that's worth, what you like, right? So as an example, if you help prevent divorces among people that are worth $100 million or more, wow, my friend. That's worth a lot, right? Like, I mean, if you were yes, going to help yes, save somebody yes. $50 million and then you charge them $50, my God, that's crazy, right? They're not going to value it. You should charge an appropriate amount, you know, maybe $25,000, $50,000 to help someone with a problem like that. So, right. you know, that's, that's, that's the other thing uh, that's really, really important uh, for you to do. The other thing is don't mess around. This is the fourth one is don't mess around with what I call dabblers and hobbyists. Like if people are just okay. like kicking tires, don't, don't mess around with them, man. You want people who are serious. They want to solve their problem. They're not re They're not going to never do anything about it. They want to solve their problem. They want to solve it yesterday. Right. So right. these are a few of them that I think are valuable for people to understand. Those, those are good ones, uh, Nikki. Good ones. In fact, I've written them down. You know, don't talk about yourself and then stop, you know, being your... Uh, get into a niche and don't undercharge. Obviously, that's music to a lot of people, you know, that you shouldn't undercharge because uh, a lot of competition that can force you into undercharging, that happens in a lot of industry and that leads to a lot of problems. Uh, 
Well, to me, if you if you're focusing on the on the on the competition, that's a mistake. Who cares what you do? Okay, you need to focus on your customer. Don't charge based on the competition. Charge based on the value of the service you offer to your customer. If your value isn't very high, you have a problem, right? But if your value is high, you should charge. Listen, let me ask you a question. If you had uh, a heart attack, who would you want to work on you? The cheapest surgeon or the best surgeon? The answer is obvious. There <laughs> you go. The answer is obvious. No choices there. Uh, okay. Okay. Got got your point. I'm sure a lot of people will benefit out of it. Now, Nikki, I have a question to ask. See, you have interviewed great guests yourself. You are a top podcaster, you know, more than 300 top guests in, uh, you know, uh, from, uh, you can, I'll tell you, from uh, astronaut Chris Hadfield to Scott Adams, creator of Dilbert. Yes, and yes. You have talked to them very, very closely. How have they branded themselves that you found them, you know, talking about? Obviously, they are names in themselves, but do you think they have branded themselves? And is it through their expertise you know them? Or is it that there is more of personal branding uh, out there? Because Chris Hadfield, he's known. A lot of people used to follow him and know about him. But there are a lot of other astronauts who may not be so well-known, but they are also astronauts. So can you tell us about how this all works at that level? Well, look, you have to obviously get your message out there. You can't just stay in a room and never share it with anybody because that you can't become known like that. So Chris Hadfield right. wrote a book which became quite famous, right? And that book sold millions of copies and that establishes brands. So writing a book is a good way to establish your brand. Being on okay. a podcast like I am on yours and, you know, you have people on, that's a good branding for you. It's a good branding for me. That's a good way to establish your brand. And the other way to establish your brand is uh, honestly to um, get out there and talk to people one-on-one in groups. The more you're known, the more your brand, if you have a good message, will be known. So to me, that's what those guys did, obviously, on a way bigger scale than me or you. Okay. And in terms of thought leadership, how do uh, these people, clinic owners, corporate trainers, consultants, how do they get to that level of thought leadership when they are all the time chasing clients? Well, that's, you know, number one is uh, one of my friends who's an Indian Canadian. His name is Robin Sharma. Heard of Robin Sharma, of course. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So uh, the mom who sold his, his, sold his Ferrari, Ferrari, am I right? Yeah. He used to be my fitness client, and I've been his client as well. I used to be a personal trainer. I trained him for a while. And Robin taught me something. He said, if you ever want to double your income in any given year, you got to triple your investment in personal and professional development. Think about that. So they need to do courses. They need to come and do programs like mine. They need to buy books. They need to do, uh, you know, workshops. That's the way. There is no other way. We teach people how to do this. We have a program specifically about it. So if you're interested in it, it's, uh, you know, something that you can easily find out about. You go onto my website, eastcircleacademy.com. There's a button that says book a success call. We have a call. Yes. That call is complimentary, you know, provided that we, 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 want, we have you fill out a form, an application form. We review it. And if the application form is, you know, kosher, we'll do the call with you for free. And that call is designed 
to really help you understand where you're strong and where you're weak with being known. And we'll show you a blueprint on how to become known. Uh, and um, that's how you, you, you move forward. You, you do that call, you know, you, you book uh, 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 your seat in our workshop. Uh, and then you, you, you do the workshop. And, and, and once you've done the workshop, you implement what you, what you learn because it's a lot of stuff. Uh, and I've shared a few of them with you, but you know we can't share it all in a, in a half an hour conversation. Right. It's a right. it's a you know three day workshop with some homework before the workshop that we give people to do. But at the end of the day, that's what you got to do. You got to triple your investment in personal and professional development this year. You can't just work in the business; you work on the business, and that's what I say Absolutely. to everybody. Right, right, Nikki. In fact, if you can tell more about how people may can contact you in, on your website through your uh, LinkedIn profile. What are the best ways that they can connect with you? And so you I will can go find me all over of... social media, right? Like Nikki Bilu on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm there. But honestly, if you're a serious business person and you want to do something like seriously now, not someday, but now, then you go to my website, eastcircleacademy.com, and you jump on the, uh, the the book a call button. You fill out the application. That's the best way. The best way for serious people. For unserious people, then yeah, go on Amazon, go on, you know, <laughs> buy one of my books, go on LinkedIn. Yeah, but that's unserious. Serious is action takers. Jump on a call, move forward. And you tell everybody, social media is nice. Social media will not get you paid. Social media will get you attention. Attention is nice, but much nicer is paying clients. You understand what I'm saying? Much, much Absolutely. nicer than all the attention in the world. So when you come and you are on a podcast or you have a podcast like you do, the attention's great, but it's better when people come on and go, wow, you know, Kaj is the best. He's got it going on. He's got it happening. I need help. I need the best to help me. Boom. They come and they have a conversation with you. You make them an offer to help them. And that's what I suggest people do. Be an action taker. You got to have three qualities if you want to win in business and in life. You got to be decisive. And by decisive, I mean you got to like be ready to take action to solve your problems and make quick decisions. Not to think about it. I got to talk to my family. My I got to have a seance with my dead ancestors. Let me talk to my dog, my cat, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'll get back to you. No, decisive. Yes or no right away. No, no messing around. Winners are decisive. Secondly, you got to be committed. You got to say, I'm making a decision today, now to make it happen. Now, not yesterday, not some other time in the future. Now. And finally, you got to be coachable. You got to take the coaching. You got to be able and willing and ready to do things differently than you've been doing them. Because if you do them the way you've always done them, you're going to get what you've always got, which is bupkis, which is nothing, which is zero. Be powerful, be decisive, be committed, be coachable, and you will win. That's those are the people I want to go on my website and book the call. Everybody else, don't book the call. If you're not decisive, if you're not committed, if you're not coachable, don't book the call. You know, go on social media because that's what you're comfortable with. But if you want to win, then book the call. Wonderful. You have you have put it very nicely, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you so much. With all these nuggets of information and tips and strategies. It's a wrap on this edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Hope to get you soon again. Thank you so much. An honor to be here. You're very good.